0: I went I brought up the stream so that I you know run in the background mm. and it, it apparently I haven't I need to resubscribe so I got an ad. Right. So the ad was for Audible Far Cry The Revolution. It's a prequel to Far Cry 5 audiobook. Oh. And so when I saw all of those concepts in one spot, I said, "Wait, what?" Because what? <laughs> There's a Far Cry
1: audiobook. Yeah, makes sense.
2: I mean, they're diversifying. There's a new Far Cry TV show. Uh, uh, oh wait, is there? Like an uh, an anime, yeah, Oh. which is reviewing oh. incredibly well. Oh, um, oh. Uh, oh bollocks. Who's who's brought it? Um, I don't remember I don't who names. his like showrunner kind of thing. Uh, it might be Netflix. Is it Ravi Shankar? Someone like that? Oh, uh, who's, well, who's done he did it? Castlevania. Yes. So. Yeah. 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 It, yes, oh it, wow. It, it okay. is him. It is him. Um, but supposedly, yeah, it's uh, uh, lots of people have said it's incredibly good. Um, so there we go. I say I mean, lots of people. The few great. things I have seen, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being Donald everybody Trump. Like, everybody, everybody it. says it's everybody says um, it's
0: amazing. Like two people. There's a blood dragon based. Yes, so that's what it is. That's it's it's like a it's a blood dragon based anime. That's amazing. Mm. Captain Laserhawk, a blood dragon That's remix.
2: That's it. That's it. Yes, perfect.
0: Um, maybe we'll return to it and we we'll watch it. We, I mean, we'll, that we'll, makes we'll a enjoy. lot more sense than like I don't know, Far Cry Two or something. <laughs> like, like yeah, I was like, what anime is it? It's like, uh, guys in towers, shoot, shoot.
2: Absolutely, I,
1: games I, have truly arrived. They have
2: yeah. <laughs> in the the year of our Lord, twenty twenty. 3 not yeah. our lord someone else's fucking lord but who knows um <laughs> there is no perfect what a good place to start uh this episode of tank tap episode 382 i'm one of your hosts Ben here with Adel. hey and lucy hi and maybe in a future episode we will talk about that blood dragon laser hawk thing thanks <laughs> thanks for the subscription Adel um <laughs> we we may talk about that in a future episode but for this week we'll probably just concentrate on some games cuz uh none of us have have seen that uh, and unless anyone has what uh, uh what is the new Castlevania netflix show called nocturne
1: oh nocturnal something no, like that nocturne or nocturnal. nocturnal
0: yeah i start i started yeah. it um nocturne mm-hmm. i started it as well i'm a
1: couple episodes in me out. too yeah, i think i'm only about <sighs> 2
0: or maybe mm-hmm. 3 I don't know but I uh, need let
1: me, to get back to it there's only 8 episodes yeah. I'm just out of the
0: time then. Jeez. oh I'm, a, I'm actually only 2 episodes
2: in yeah, so too. I'm at the too. beginning I, 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 three. yeah I, I'm, I'm at the same point so maybe if we have some time over the next few weeks
1: maybe not next week
2: but in, in a few weeks we yeah. we might uh, uh, chat about that because we all enjoyed the uh, the, the the first show that they put out 4, mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. seasons of the first um show they put out and I think this I think Nocturne has already been renewed I think Netflix have realised that making anime is a lot cheaper than making a live action show so they're really quick to renew any anime that has like two or three viewers
1: I mean I I get it but it's like just like I don't know it's crazy to me how good at studios are at like making things like this so quickly it's like Mm. the amount of artistry and I mean, especially in something like Castlevania it looks really good, so yeah.
3: just, mm-hmm.
1: just very surprising. It's mm. like do people still draw each cell hand by hand? Do they?
0: There's a lot of I don't know. The, so there is is some computer mm. aiding stuff. Mm-hmm. Like like one of the things that's finally happened was um is the like backgrounding a lot of that has been taken over by computers, but mm. it's the ability to be look seamless between yeah. the two. When it used to be like, oh, yes, here are the cell shaded stuff in front of what's essentially a green screen and like yeah. blocky CGI. And now the blending is so well done that you actually don't know whether some
1: parts are or aren't. Exactly. Well, mm. I can't tell. It's just like, oh, this is pretty. People Absolutely. are talented.
0: Yeah agree yeah and
2: i think it's it, 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 it's one of those where the studios pick up on it that little bit more um, i think for like disney willow was a massive money sink and the same for netflix with um the uh dark crystal tv series that they did like oh, those yeah. you know like puppetry practical effects that kind of stuff really expensive anime Fucking just get someone to fucking draw it, man. Get 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 in, get, get gpt to just draw up some fucking backgrounds. It's fine. No, you mean Dali? Like, yeah. Well, I don't fucking know AI shit. Um, yeah, whatever. Whoever. I mean
0: that's the. What I say is the that's the the key about like the anime style, especially is like I don't. Next time you watch an anime, like just stare at either the mouths or right beside the mouths and you'll see how little of the face moves Mm, yes right like like they've that that art style is like was developed to like be affordable and mass-produced and so so few parts of uh, it and because that's like a style now right Mm. you just so few parts of the scene actually move or change but they figured out how to like make it feel natural even like how often people stop and are just talking. And it's like, oh, right. So, like, you drew that one... Most of that is, like, one drawing. And then you're just adjusting a really small part on top of it. Yeah. In a way that, like, traditional Western animation tends to have movement all over the place.
1: Lots of limbs. Lots of mm. G.I. Joe limbs. <laughs> mm.
2: <laughs> um, Let's jump into some beers for this episode before we get to the games. Uh, Adol, what are you drinking Mm. this evening?
0: I have something that I didn't know existed until a couple, a week or so ago. It is the Trappist Rock 4 Uh, Triple Extra. Oh, it is two years old. Uh, Three years old. Now I understand. So here, um, it doesn't have flavor text. It is, but it does say eight one percent and it says 1920 2020 so this might have been like a and I got out of the hop knocker and he said he had, like it was around for a while so this might have been like a anniversary release which is why we might have, might have missed it during 2020 shoot sure, yeah I'm not seen and I none of us had seen this before yeah, right yeah. Uh, I'll do some digging on that but it's the uh, rockef Four triple extra 8.1 yeah. percent Rock Four Eight, as we had just a couple of weeks ago, actually, I said, still one of my favorite beers ever, and, uh, and a new one from them seems it, wild. This mm. is this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. Been fucking miserable all day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and
1: here, uh, and here, and here, and here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just across the whole <laughs> island. Yeah.
2: Pure misery. Um, I am going to drink a supermarket beer. Oh. Because that's what I Dale found Winton found would weekend. be proud. He would, absolutely. If, if I was on Supermarket Sweep, I'm straight in the alcohol section. <laughs> fuck the TVs. Yeah, I, fuck, I don't need electronic yeah, shit. Just all, all the fucking booze. <laughs> um, it's a Northern Monk beer from the Ooh. supermarket. Um, it's, a, it's a Skull Boy. So I thought it was, you know, it's a lot, it's October. It's kind of t- topical. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that word says in the white no, circle. No,
1: it's so hard to make out.
2: What? Right. S- Smurf. Or Smithies, <laughs> or Smiley's or something. I
1: think I saw hops? that one, and okay. I was just, I was tempted, I was like, should I try some supermarket beer? Not well, the last time I was in the supermarket. I was like, nah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, I had it's like 6%. three beers from America left, in the like, Yeah, that, yeah absolutely, yeah, that,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 6%. It's Smug. Um, is that what it
0: is? Well, it says, so on Morrison's website, Northern Monk Faith and Futures uh... Cross Smug Double Dry Hop okay.
1: IPA. So was there a
2: halo above? I thought there was an eye in it because there's like a halo.
0: Yeah, that's why I literally, I'm, like, I'm reading it and I was like, it's smug, but but there's a thing. But
2: what's interesting is that no flavor text tells me what that is. So you know oh, with the like really the patrons with the, with the patrons project beers where they have the the, mm. the, the label that folds out they have got the double layered label which gives you either artwork from the artist that tells you about exactly what's going on this basically just is faith in futures drink beer help others each can sold of this beer includes a donation to our faith in futures foundation and just goes on to talk about communi- uh, supporting communities and and that kind of thing and how much they've uh, raised over uh, the years without mm. giving me anything at all about the beer itself. Um, I get no ingredients past the, okay. the general kind of list of stuff, which yeah. I imagine they have to include, and that is it. So nice. um, I thought, mm. intriguing. i got no information about this. <laughs> it's a double dry hopped IPA. Let's see what it's
1: like. Going blind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Lucy, are you drinking this yeah. evening? I see you supping from a cup. You, yeah, you're on the tea. just tea. I, f- I forgot to put yeah. my... The, okay.
2: <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> Absolutely fair. Yeah. Um we'll roll
0: around to you then, Adol, for initial impressions of the rockful. Hmm. Um I poured it a little and it was a little heady, so I have only poured uh, sort of half of this glass. But you can see it's got some haze in it. Um it's got some sediment mm. maybe. No, mm. it's just it's just a lightly effervescent clinging to the glass. Um it's this like golden straw colour. The head is like oh man you can just smell those malts just by moving it nice yeah it's it's nice it's like a light it's a very standard belgian multi um multi but not multi uh multi um nose It's like easily wafts but isn't overpowering Mm -hmm. that makes sense so like if i put my nose in it i'm not like oh wow but like it's Got enough strength that, like, moving it around gives me the odd scent. Mm. Ooh.
1: Ooh. Oh, that looks—that is a very good-looking beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's
2: the double dip as well. It's the—you the, know—you get that the initial flavor, and it's the going back to be like—is
1: <laughs> that what I've just had? Come on, make us jealous. Do it. Right. Um,
0: it's real good.
2: <laughs> um,
0: it's, it, it's got, it's got like a light citrusiness that I just wasn't expecting from a rock for. Mm. Oh, it's like, um, um, yeah, almost like, how do I describe it? Almost like it's got like a, a it's like a, a, like, like a more of a
1: blonde. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's
0: lighter in character than any, even the six. You know, because those are very multi-heavier, he- mm-hmm. mm-hmm. thick, luxurious beers, and it still has that the 8% and the, the mouthfeel is still, like, vis- viscous. Mm. But it's also, again, you can see, like, it, that extra effervescence is, is, a, is a bit stronger than a... Like, more effervescent than I'm used to. And it's giving that bring that citrus character out, and it's making it feel a little um, zippier. Okay. As in, like it feels more carbonated than I'm used to Rock Force beers, mm. and so these those lighter um, notes are are coming out with the bubbles in a way, mm. and the maltiness is sort of getting not suppressed, but it's just it isn't. All, oh its not it isn't it doesn't feel as strong because i'm getting some of those hop like hoppier characteristic coming out okay um hmm sorry i'm just like trying to figure out how much i like it <laughs> and the and like what and that's not a huh, it's like a, oh do i really really like this yeah. or do i just really like it, this
1: it, it <laughs> sounds like something that like cuz that you as you say like some of some of their beers are as you say luxurious a bit rich and sometimes a bit heavy as well it's like you could probably only have like one maybe two of those with this being a bit yeah. more carbonated and fruitier could this be like oh I have two of these or three of these maybe it's mm-hmm. like yeah but not,
0: that, not that many more it's mm-hmm. still, ha- yeah, I th- still I think heavy. you're right and I'm just going to add on to that that it still has that it's still a Trappist oh, yeah. a Rock of Four beer so like not just the eight percent, but it still has that a pretty thick body to mm-hmm. it. It just doesn't have the same one as like the six, eight, or ten. So you wouldn't you wouldn't like go on a heavy session no. with these. You would still have only two or three. <laughs> yeah. Um. But there's but, like a um... that
1: Feeling like like just. Oh yeah, you that.
0: wouldn't feel like bogged down yeah. or like yeah, because that that can't happen in the sense of mm-hmm. just like oh I've had so much heavy beer I I can feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, like I said, the, the like citrus, there's a bit of a floral note to it, I think too. And a slight, like, like a slight, like a, like a peppery spiciness, just a mm-hmm. little bit on the, on, right on, right on, as a, right somewhere in the middle of the finish where the citrus starts to fade. And before the, like, this is an 8% beer sweetness sort of takes over the finish, um, there's just a slight hint of that, um, yeah, pepper sort of spiciness that just evens it out. It's probably there the whole time. I'm Just noticing it went right in that transition point of like citrus fade and multi sweet taking over. Mm-hmm. And also speaking of that, like the finish is quite long. It's just it's the multi sweetness and still quite light for this type of beer. Um, but that's the main like takeaway. Slightly floral, um, sweet multi finish in the way you would ex- expect a Trappist. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is really interesting. You guys have to, you just, you guys are gonna have to f- try it. Okay. <laughs> Fine bottle. Yeah, try. like,
1: like I'm googling like I know, I know one of my stores just sells like those beers, but I don't know if I, I mean, I don't recall ever seeing that one. Um, I may go to the gym near there just to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the other, <laughs> I mean, if you, years, cause I'm running, if, well, if you end
0: up there. coming down, I can check the hop knocker tomorrow to see if um, they still have any left, and I could bring Ooh. one to Bristol. Mm. Mm.
3: Mm. It's
0: a good if idea. If it's like, if, we, if, we think
3: the...
0: if you guys haven't seen it, I think you would have noticed it. Like, yeah, if it was like, in the It's
1: purple, shops. isn't it? Is it? Is it purple? Yeah, yeah. like it's a yeah, purple. I would've noticed a little purple. Canon
0: dot in the way that the Trappist has the green, yeah, red and blue. Yeah. yeah. The six, eight, and ten.
1: Yeah. Not in that order. I mean, their latest post right is, green um green. some Orval beer, so I should go anyway. Mm. Mm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that must be soon. Orval day. Must be soon.
1: Oh gosh,
3: yeah. Um, Generally not I will smoking.
0: say that it being still being quite carbonated and but like initial taste being lighter is meaning I like Took a f- bigger sips than I normally would. A beer of this heaviness, sure. and then, uh, literally, uh, apologies, um, I did burp, and I don't know if it got in the uh, mic, but I like it see. was like a, like a sigh type burp, you know, where <laughs> you're just like, huh. you're breathing out, and then suddenly it's like, oh, I'm also expelling. <laughs>
1: uh, all day. And that's, is, think, um, I... in March, but every day is an mm. awful day.
0: It could yeah. be absolutely, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> Should but be. yeah, this is,
0: yeah. It's like a weirdly it's like if a blonde rock of War.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm, I mean that sounds like something that I it's want fucking to drink good. now. Yeah. 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 Interesting
2: that it is called I cool. think my
0: hesitation was just cuz I didn't get it like it, mm. it was very strange. But what'd you say sorry? Uh, interesting it's called triple extra.
3: Hmm.
2: Expecting it to be maybe a bit bigger. Than it the other beers. Rather than maybe off. like a blonde and a little bit maybe lighter and, and uh
0: and yeah. stuff. But um yeah. Uh cool. I'm not sure what the extra means. No. No. Extra um, carbonation. I'm sure we could talk about it. We'll do some internet Oh, solutions. it's an extra strong blonde beer. Sorry, I'm on Trappist.be. Right, okay. In 1920, well before the production of the famous Trappist Roquefort 6 8, 10 in the 50s, the monks at Roquefort brewed an extra strong blonde beer and continue brewing it for several years. Mm. Now, 100 years later, the monks are very happy to oh, hoppy, happy to offer a strong blonde beer inspired by the original rep- uh, recipe. So that's what it is. Nice. Oh, fair. Nice. Bring
1: back that uh, recipe. It should be
0: enjoyed in its Roquefort glass served at 69 degrees Celsius. And you Sorry, didn't? Guys.
1: I dare did. you. I don't have one of these glasses, Louis. Smirch. I uh, I don't think I do either. I've got a delirium one, but I don't. Know mm. I do. I've got rock four glass at
2: my
0: mum's. It's, okay. it's, it's quite, quite like, of, like a short squat <laughs> oval. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so they they say <clears throat> golden blonde color, rounded taste, notes of citrus and spicy fragrance. So you've you've hit the mark with with what you're
2: experiencing. <laughs>
1: yeah. Perfect. You the- um, oh, it was you. And I'm not even having the right glass. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm looking at um <laughs> the Financial Post review of Mario.
0: What? Oh, have, yeah, because I dropped it in the chat. Yeah, okay. no, no, I have not seen
1: it until now, just, I was just like, oh, oh, that, that, just like
0: he, okay. if we were gonna go, if we needed stuff, I wanted to talk about that insane <laughs> cool. review. Well, <laughs>
2: Let's jump into let's jump into my beer. I've got a couple of games to talk about, which are quite swift. So maybe we mm. will get into that. Um, this Northern Monk and Smug, as we have discovered, double dry hopped IPA um, does have a big nose. It, you, know, you you get that it's double dry hopped off of that, a nice kind of multi, maybe a little bit of toffee in that nose, um, but 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 piles and piles of fruit, piles and piles of like grapefruit in that nose as well. It's big. It's quite a big nose, which is great for a supermarket beer because normally, in terms of the nose and stuff, they fall quite flat. Um, Flavour-wise, I'll let you look at the beer as I describe it. Mm. It's an interesting flavour. It's got some sweet fruit. It doesn't necessarily scream grapefruit like the nose does um, straight off. It's a little bit more subtle. Than that, um, there's a couple of things going on in that flavor. A couple of different fruits in there, but they're blended very well together, which makes it really hard to pick out a specific kind of fruit that's happening. Mm. But it also comes and goes quite quickly. I think as we experience with lots of supermarket bits, like the flavor might hit quite high but disappears really quickly. This sticks around enough to flow quite nicely into a little bit of a piney finish. And the piney finish sticks around. It's not quite pine, it's a pine. little bit more smoky, a little bit more ashy than pine as a as a bitterness going on. And mm. um, that fruity kind of flavour, as I say, disappears quite quickly. But it's it's long-lasting enough that I'm kind of satisfied with it. That mm. I don't think, cool, I've got to go back and experience that lovely fruity start to this beer again. Yeah. It's not dry enough that it's got me chomping. It's not chewy enough that it's got me chomping to go back to it straight away, to have a little bit more, that I'm too dry out to... Kind of, you know, continue and want to wet my palate that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of very middling <laughs> as a beer, but in the mm. right sort of ways, in the way okay. that it's like, yeah, I can drink this. Yeah. This is perfectly right. acceptable. <laughs> this cost me three pounds and is mm. absolutely fine. And it's it's maybe slightly higher than the standard kind of supermarket fare yeah. that you get. Maybe not much more. But it's doing enough that I think if I saw this again in the supermarket and I'm picking from the range of three for two or four for three or whatever that deal Mm -hmm. kind of is, I think I'd get one of these again. Yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll Mm -hmm. grab that alongside, you know, whatever other beers there are that i'm kind of going you know drawn to that that little bit more so it probably sits in that top end of of morrison's supermarket beers um but not much more than to say yes that's where it lives and it's not doing much more than kind of just scraping (laughs) scraping the barrel of being a reasonable kind of beer and Mm. not doing anything special um But I'll return to it at the end of the episode and see if it grows on me any more.
0: Let's jump into games. Oh, no, go on, please. uh, I did a quick search and I know what Smug is. Okay. Smug is an internationally renowned artist known for his realistic large-scale mural installations, takes inspiration from people in nature exploring the harmony and the relationship between the two. With his trademark understanding of light and shadow, Smug's painting can often juxtapose themes together, such as death, playfulness, melancholy, and ad- unadulterated ad- joy. While his technique stays true to his foundation with traditional graffiti, Smug's murals can be seen as stylized realism with hyperrealistic elements achieved freehand, primarily with spray paint. He did an entire series um, with Northern Monk. The series Eleven.
3: Yeah. So that, that, um, uh, that which that, was a that whole patrons, bunch of yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Patrons. Mm. Uh, and so presumably they then re for the charity one. Sure. Which is Faith in whatever it was, Shit, Faith I've in forgotten. futures. Futures, yeah. Um anyway, I just thought we'd
3: Yeah. Not provide any, the information.
0: Yeah, good. Anyway, good.
2: games. Nice way to round out that uh the beer. Um Yes. Uh we finished last episode with me mentioning I've been playing the Callisto Protocol. I was gonna say Callisto Project, but it's not Callisto Protocol. Mm. Um and I'll spend five minutes just talking about it, because no, it is it's the perfect. never a good conversation it is, that start with. A, mm. It's the perfect like PlayStation Plus, uh, Game Pass kind of game. Game Pass. I think it's in. Well, mm. I, I think I think Good. Well, because I think. That is probably a better experience. Yeah. Uh, from my so memory of Dead Space, yeah, and from my memory of the first game, um, it is better than Callisto Protocol. And I don't mm-hmm. know where Callisto Protocol has fallen down in terms of what they have tried to achieve. Whether they didn't have enough time, whether they didn't have enough money, mm-hmm. or whether they had to pad it out a little bit because they didn't have enough ideas potentially. Mm-hmm. But Callisto Protocol is a, you know, it's a a slight palette swap. For Dead Space, but in all essence, it is the same game. You are—it's a third-person action shooter where you are walking around a space thing, installation, <laughs> station, base, planet side building, it's, yeah, yeah. It's alien, shooting, yeah. shooting at infected alien. humans and zombies and things. Um, Callisto Protocol doesn't hit the same heights as Dead Space. Yeah, for lots of reasons. Uh, mostly <laughs> in terms of scare factor, like Dead Space. Okay. When I played Dead Space the first time, I remember there's the shock value of some of their kind of yeah. set pieces. You know, things happened, and you're like, "Fuck, yeah. okay, cool." I haven't jumped once at the Callisto Protocol. Oh, really? Um Stuff mm. has happened, but it's so telegraphed yeah. that I'm like, "I know, I know that it's coming," and it does, and I'm like, "Yeah." I, you haven't got me because I know that it's coming. Yeah, um, yeah. The the mm. enemy design in Dead Space worked quite well in terms of uh, uh, the evolution of the enemy. It's not just that the same enemy gets too. harder. They evolve. They are different. You have different types. They are frightening. Mm. And the Callisto Protocol kind of follows a similar sort of path, but gets to a point where you're like uh, zombie Slightly harder zombie, slightly bigger zombie, shooty zombie.
1: Oh, yeah, because isn't it like <laughs> you're sitting on like a. Is it like in a, you're in a prison? You're in a prison, in a yeah, prison. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's zombies, isn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah. So it's, it's, it's yeah, like inmates, zombies.
2: it's space zombies, it's inmates, <laughs> um, it's Concept. guards who have a little bit of armor, so they're a little bit harder to take down, it's slightly more rotund inmates, it's then mm-hmm. inmates who have evolved slightly to, to spit acid at you. And then, re- like and then it basically era. it basically rinse and yeah. repeats. Yeah. But it basically says here is inmate here is the the inmate, but suddenly they have tentacles that come out of them and they turn into a, a like a, a slightly steroided up version of the inmates, which are you know, they'll hit they'll kill you in two hits rather than four hits. Right. Like,
3: mm. uh, but no, it's like a little bit cheap in terms of the
2: AI pathing or like different Not really, not really. You fight mm. a boss um about halfway through and then that becomes a not a main enemy but almost like a checkpointing kind of enemy you're like i've got into a space i'm definitely going to get this two-headed zombie again Mm. um so Mm. it's very easily readable and part of the problem with that comes in that there's a lot of empty space there's yeah, a lot of there's a lot of dead space of dead in the Callisto yeah. protocol and that is either walking it's through empty it. corridors, it's moving through mm. like ducts, and I don't know whether this has got to do with uh like loading of the game. You've got you move through a duct to load the next kind of area in um mm, and that right. sort of stuff. But there's a lot of that. There's a lot mm. of traversal through these spaces. And not even good traversal, not platforming, it's not in any way, interesting traversal. It is just moving through the space to get to the next space yeah. and having a 10 mm. second time yeah, like of just God moving wall through it. Through the wall, exactly the same. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. This is longer. This is <laughs> it's longer. Um, it's like mm. a 10 i I've gone along the duct. I've gone round a corner and moved up the next bit. I've gone round another corner and moved up the next bit. Mm. There's not a zombie in the duct. There might be there might be a body that gets dragged along and pulled out of shot slightly, as as just mm. some visual cue.
1: But there's nothing. There's nothing. I'm just imagining that sequence in Alien where he's just crawling through the vents and then nothing happens. <laughs> just like there's no alien at the end. You know? He turns around. He's like, oh, I'll keep going. All right,
3: yeah, cool. Fine,
1: yeah. Oh, I
2: escaped. Nice game, it's great, it's great. Hmm.
1: There was no alien all along, it's fine.
2: Um, there are good parts, there are good parts of the Callisto protocol. There are some sequences, there are some areas which are uh, not difficult, but they, they up the difficulty slightly, they test you a little bit based on sort of what you've been doing, they drag in certain elements so there is a um, you can pull things, items and enemies towards you with this kind of glove that you've got and then launch them And there's lots of Mm. various bits in the environment to spike them on or throw them into fans and those sorts of things. But again, few and far between in terms of when you can actually use those kinds of mechanics. And I relied much more on the... You get this, like, baton, which the Mm. guards have, which you can upgrade through the game. But I relied Mm. a lot more on that and this kind of melee back and forth. And the game has an interesting dodge mechanic in that you don't realistically dodge, you hold either left or right and you have to alternate between them to get out of the way of the enemy's attacks. So the enemy attacks you, you hold left and he'll dodge to the side. If the enemy attacks mm. you a second time and you're holding left, it will hit you, so you have to switch to pressing in right. So you have to like almost like you're boxing, you have to kind of like duck oh, you have to... between the, right. the between the left and the right sort of hits. But again, telegraphed in a way that I'm like, this enemy does that three times left, right, left, R2 R2, 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 and you bash and bash and bash and bash. And it does get a little bit tedious. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Especially when you get into a space where you have to face ten enemies. Oh <laughs> my and you get like <laughs> one one comes at you and like cool i've done that and then two come at you and like cool i'll shoot the first one I'll yeah. then melee and dodge the second one oh great another two have come at me i oh, a bit low on ammo i will pick one up with my glove and i'll throw it so it goes further away even if i've got to then attack this one with the melee and then attack that one with the melee or i'll pick up a canister that i can explode them with and stuff it tries to be a versatile but it isn't really and I think it's just a bit of a. I think the game in general is just a bit of a slog,
3: Mm.
1: and it's
2: it just it doesn't hit the same. And they wanted to. They absolutely wanted to hit the same feel that Dead Space gave people as a, you know, very recent game. This game only came out last year,
3: yeah,
2: um, but it just doesn't hit the same heights in any way. Anyway, nothing, nothing of this game is better than Dead Space.
1: It's just a um, bit crazy considering, like, the people who were heading it what's made the original Dead, Dead Space. Yeah, yeah, they made Dead
2: Space. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's got so some interesting to be stuff. so off the mark is quite interesting.
2: So, it, 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 absolutely. And, it, as I say, it's got some interesting stuff. The, the the weapon upgrade is only interesting in the fact that they're like, cool, this world 3D prints stuff. So you put your gun in the 3D printer... And we 3D print an extra ammo magazine on it, which allows you to have more ammunition uh, in the chamber for the gun. You know That's an interesting mechanic, which is completely superfluous and doesn't mean anything. It's just an aesthetic that they have decided to put on to make you feel like you're upgrading your weapons, essentially, rather than just like... Check the box, it is done. It's just an animation which makes you think, Cool, that's all right. Um, and the game is it, it's it's like that, the game is very full of fluff. Um, mm. so yeah, I think you'd be much better placed if you have Game Pass, um, to play Dead Space Remake
1: when yeah. it comes, out. which I might do in the next year or however long it's on the service because (laughs) i got about a third of the way through it on pc um but because of the what's ea's client called i don't even know um
0: ea play
1: sounds about right oh Um, i
0: think ea play has been removed and it's just called the ea app yeah
1: okay um but But also you shouldn't have to keep like it's tied into Steam now or something? What, oh. In there
3: like
1: a... Oh, yeah. Well, I know that they brought all their games to Steam <laughs> they eventually. They did.
2: They did. Yeah. Um, as a very slight tangent, I remember I all 2-ish years ago when we were playing Battlefield...
0: No, not Battlefield. Battlefront 2. Battlefront 2. Well, not Battlefront 2, but Battlefront 2. Th-
2: like, through Steam... No, through Epic Game Store, but on... That redirects you to the EA app. App, app. which mm. at the
0: time was EA Play. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. EA Play got re- re- replaced by EA mm. App. But I think you don't need it. In, it doesn't need to be in the middle anymore mm. either? Question mark. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, save, yeah. I had to keep re- repairing the save data. And I was like, I can't right. be asked with this no. every single time. You know what mm. I mean? It's just like... So I gave up, but I was having a good time until then. So I yeah, I might just feel like I'll play the. I mean, I own the original on Xbox, but mm. um, because I'm sure is it was in, when they ran out of games with gold to give us, uh, I'm sure they gave us that one, so but I might just play the remake at this point. It's got better mm. quality of life. Yeah, features. absolutely, absolutely. Mm. I
2: think it's it's definitely one that if anyone is interested in that style of game, like Dead Space was a. Almost genre defining mm. moment um, that two, sure three was a was atrocious because they tried to shoehorn a <laughs> multiplayer, um, mm. pay to win kind of experience into a into that series
1: basically. Um, uh, Callisto Protocol had like what was it pay to get like different. Killing emotes or something um, like that. <laughs> different maybe, stomp emotes. Maybe
2: or um, there's definitely really? some pay or de- no to death deaf different...
1: animations,
2: wasn't it? There's different uh, different pay to get different weapons. Um, right. There is know, like, a, there is a DLC, DLC for it. it. So what what's really annoying about the Callisto Protocol is that the ending of the game sets you up the DLC. It? I finished it. Yeah, yeah. I oh wow! It. How um, long was it? Oh, I've got no idea. <laughs> Um, I played it five over hours such... but it felt like 50 it, it really did but also because I'm playing it in like 10 or 20 minute 30 mm-hmm. minute chunks I'm not getting a big play time on many yeah. uh, on it right it, it really felt like a slog like the, mm. the suddenly I'm moving through a, a an area and the character for the 10th time will break the walkway that he's walking on and fall down into mm. a different area and I'm like mm. no the chapter should be over don't have like another Uncharted 10 minutes 4. of me <laughs> moving through this extra bit yeah. <laughs> it, it is that it's just extension for yeah. the sake of the sake wanting of to push those uh, uh, that, that play time kind of through uh, a little bit yeah.
3: fucking
0: metrics
1: don't get me <sighs> wrong I love Uncharted 4 it's a fantastic game but at the end of it it was just like oh my god wrap up mm. we need we need an editor Yes. Yes. Very yeah. much.
2: It's like I'm done with this. Who playtested this? Who, who, who sat there and was like, "Yes, more please." Um, <laughs> but the game ends and sets up the DLC.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm like, well, why did the game end there and not like why didn't why have we got this extra chapter in the game? Yeah. Why have these chapters been extended in the game? Why don't we just have this <laughs> as part of it? Obviously, is because it, is monetary it pet purposes. DLC? It is paid Oh, DLC. Well that's even yes. worse. I yes.
1: Maybe it was free or something, but like maybe they ran out of time. Fair it's enough, not.
2: It's not. The it's... game leaves you with this kind of... The, the way you think the game is going to end with this kind mm. of ambiguous... Did he survive or didn't he survive? Kind of thing was fine for the people who played it the first time around who didn't know the DLC existed, but then suddenly there's right. DLC about it yes, of course he survived because there's he DLC and he gets to now him. you get to now play another three hours of the same fucking shit all over again. Um, but not only that, Woo! Woo! the ending of the game tells you that he survived, and I'm like, <laughs> no, just cut cut that bit, just just go back to the bit that was more ambiguous. That should have been where the game finished. Rather than suddenly this extra video Mm. message that he had that he's alive still. I'm like,
3: oh.
2: And I looked at it. I'm like, I I was like, do I want to play this? It's 50% off on PlayStation Store at the moment. It's like four quid.
1: And I'm like, that's not bad. That's not
2: bad. And I went onto the store and I looked at it and I'm like, no, I didn't enjoy this game. It's yeah. the same shit. Yeah, I was waiting for that. I don't want to do this, so I just left just it. Watch I'm a like, Let's no, Play. Exactly. Well, you, you don't even care you're enough for Watch client, a Let's Play. Yeah. Yeah. Don't the don't last ten enough.
1: minutes of a Let's Play.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, oh, um, yeah, absolutely. All I want to know is, all I want to watch is the last scene of the DLC mm, to know what to the closer? actual final thing of the game was.
1: Just, just see it like this, Ben. Imagine how even. Worse it would be if it was still tied in with the PUBG universe. What? It was meant to be like in the PUBG what? universe. Yeah, it's made by Crafton, no. isn't it? Uh, published mm-hmm. by Crafton, so like, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah.
1: No, because yes. that's
0: dumb and foolish.
1: Yes. Yeah, well. And that's probably why they dropped whatever that was. Was <laughs> <laughs> there right. a chicken dinner I at the will. end of it waiting for you at least?
2: I mean, that would have been at least comical for <laughs> yeah, me I'm to sure be I like,
1: I get, that. I get that yeah. joke. Perfect. Yeah. I can't. You're not free from prison, but here's a chicken dinner.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Go back to your cell and eat this chicken <laughs> dinner. Like, but I didn't win. Um, <laughs> let's move on from the Callisto <laughs> Protocol. Uh, big thumbs down from me, unfortunately. Mm. Um,
1: no, I'm glad we got to hear about it because I was very interested. So. <laughs> I'm sated now. I'm sated. Good, good. Good. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I uh, I did say, uh, off air to, to the two of you, that I try and be short and sharp with this episode. Mm. Um, we've got a few more things to roll through. So uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was the Steam Next Fest because mm-hmm. I have had a chance to play a bunch of different demos. Um, I will just tell you what they all are and then I will talk about one of them. So okay. I have played uh, the Bonfire 2 Uncharted Shores. Mm. Didn't play Bonfire 1. I don't know if it's a similar kind of thing. But it's a city builder, more survival-esque kind of game. Uh, hmm. I played Tempest Rising, which is a Command & Conquer style RTS. Uh, I played Songs of Silence, which I'll talk about in a minute. That's the one okay. I like the most. Um, okay. I played The Last Faith, which is a Metroidvania mm. pixelate, uh, pixel art Metroidvania, demo, yeah. which I didn't really like. Mm. Um oh
3: the, the I, pixel art it, for the icons
2: mm. drove me insane.
3: <laughs> oh really?
2: They're so detailed that they're shit. Bad. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like what is what am I looking at? Uh... Like you've tried to make this incredibly baroque and elaborate pixel art icon for mm. a, a just like a health injection. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what I am looking at. Um, so yeah,
1: hmm. I didn't. You should didn't... play Blasphemous <laughs> No, I mean Blasphemous, Blasphemous doesn't. Well, I... I had no idea what I was looking at in those games. <laughs> I like, what... I mean, we
2: we have got to that point, haven't we, where pixel mm-hmm. art has to be so intricate now that mm-hmm. it doesn't, it just well, doesn't it mean anything.
1: Like you, you, you can have like no, this is. The... Work but um, yeah, I have po- I'm doing I it with this. Um, and I was like, yeah, this is scratching an itch. And all I needed to see was this photo, which I've put in for you, which is just basically, if you show me a map, mm. yep. a Metrovania map, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm in. Right. Yeah. Done. I'll play that. Done. Yeah. 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 I don't need more than that. Good. I, I, I'm, I'm in. I'm sold.
2: <laughs> um, and the last one I played, or actually the first one I played was... Uh, ridiculous title, ty- ridiculously titled Warhammer: Age of Sigma, Realms of Ruin, which is again another RTS. Um, if anyone has played Dawn of War, which is a game that came out fucking years ago, but was a uh, was an RTS set in the Warhammer 40k universe, this is basically mm. that, but just set in the fantasy universe. Mm. Um, and you play through the campaign as the Stormcast Eternal faction. Um, and right. I've seen lots of videos saying, here are the other factions that we're bringing out. And it looks great. Like, this is a game I will play. Mm. Uh, I don't really need to play the demo to know that this is something mm. I'm interested in. But playing the demo has made me go, cool. I like the things that this is doing. I will play this game. Um, right. But the one I wanted to talk about a little bit in depth was a game called Songs of Silence which is it's not an rts it's a mix of um like large scale map kind of overview forex kind of strategy but with this kind of grand battle system built into it so basically mm-hmm. you are a a, a roving Kind of bad. Your 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 homeland has been taken over by this invading force, and you are displaced, and you need to find something else. And the 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 start of this game is you kind of trying to find, or the demo at least is you trying to find this place to call kind of home. You go and help a neighboring kingdom get rid of these enemies and stuff. And the interesting thing is the battle kind of system.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: In that it is not. Description. I'm just like i don't even know what this means (laughs) yeah it's not quite like Mm.
2: it's not kind of like the total war style of you command each individual unit you tell them where to go you you place them on the kind of map like you'll get into a battle and the units that you've got will do the thing that they are going to do but you then have uh, abilities and these abilities are just shown they're, they're just represented by cards um, it hasn't got card mechanics. They're just represented by cards, basically. It could just be a press of a button to do mechanic number one. Um, but you mm-hmm. have this, uh, I can send a firebolt, or I can crash a meteor into this space, and these things just regenerate kind of through the battle, basically. But the interesting thing is more the the back and forth with the other armies in the world, in this kind of more... And it's not a 4X-style kind of grand strategy sort of thing. It's not like Civilization. It's not like Endless Legend. It isn't like, go and find new areas, make a new city, upgrade that city. It's, It's more like, I have this group of people, this army, and everything relies on the character in the army. That is the generator of these abilities. I can send that character into a city, And they might have the ability to upgrade that city. So suddenly I can spend some points, I can spend some resource to upgrade that city. Increase its defences, give me something else which might give me more resources. And it's the Mm. back and forth between defending that city from this invading force and then progressing further with the characters and pushing them into enemy territory and taking that kind of over it's got a little bit more to it than just a standard kind of forex or RTS. It's almost a little bit of a game kind of in between the two, mm-hmm. um, which is really interesting because nothing yeah. has quite hit that space yet. And I think what pulls me to Songs of Silence is it has a very similar art, art style to the Banner Saga, which I absolutely mm. loved. It, and absolutely. the Banner Saga... Yeah again had a like an overview a narrative overview moving across this map moving through these spaces mm-hmm. and then a different battle system which was a lot more granular than Songs of Silences uh, and, to, uh, and and played more with you, you've got four characters and the characters all have abilities and you position them on the battlefield whereas this is I've got an army of eight different units and they will just go into battle and do kind of stuff you know the, the chaotic kind of nature of just battle and allowing Units to do what they kind of do, and mm. at the moment I don't know when Songs of Silence comes out. I don't think it has a release date, so it'd be interesting to see how this develops. But I would imagine the demo that I played is very, it, you know, is very close to what the final game is going to be. Um, but mm. I've I wishlisted it; it is kind of like my big pick for the, uh, um, you know, for the Steam Next Fest. I'm glad I found it during the Next Fest because this would have flown under my radar completely. Mm. Mm I haven't seen anything written about this game at all. and You know, like PC Gamer or Euro Gamer, those kinds of places that you kind of expect to see a little bit more uh, coming out of this. So, uh, yeah, very, very hot on Songs of Silence. Uh, From Chimera Entertainment, self-publishing as well, um, who have made uh, Word Wonders, The Tower of Babel, and Mystery of, a word I can't pronounce... Nerschwanstein Nushwanstein, perhaps. Neither of which I have any knowledge of. They both came out in two thousand fifteen. Never heard of them before. Um so yeah. Mm. Songs of Silence
0: is my pick from Steam Next Fest. Um nice. you've reminded me of Next Fest is happening.
2: It uh, has happened. It's done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean you can still download the demos. absolutely
2: lots of games have extended their demos massively yeah I have played so like the bonfire 2 I played after Steam next fest um just uh, if you go to uh if you go to the store and uh you go to categories and demos there are a ton of stuff. There that have continued on from mm-hmm. Steam Next Fest still. Mm. So uh, there's a bunch of games that I'm kind of interested in that I again haven't quite found the time to yeah. to to look at the demo. I've for. still got
1: Steam Fest demos from like two years ago to get right. <laughs> uh, not yep. enough time, mm. they're all they're all set there. Oh man, absolutely, on my just wait. Good.
2: Waiting. Until the game, like, two weeks before the game releases, you're like, I should play that demo just to see yeah, if I'm interested in Yeah, that's usually what happens. It's like,
1: yeah. it comes out, it's like, am I still interested in this? Let me try to check it out. Like, um... I can't remember there was a game recently I did that for. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, I can't remember. I'm not even going to bother Try to. Yeah, fair. fair. Mm. It's too late for my brain to work.
2: Um. Oh, uh, i also played Pioneers of Pagonia which is Hmm. uh, again another another kind of like city builder but from the team that originally did uh, the Settlers so it tries Hmm. to be different in the way it's doing a city builder Uh, very similar actually the Bonfire 2 is very similar in its kind of mechanics and how you assign different things to different things but nothing that's that kind of Groundbreaking. Pioneer's of Begonia has got a really nice art style, but that's kind of the main thing to say about it. But nothing, yeah, nothing I played,
3: yeah,
2: um, really held a candle to uh, Songs of Silence. Um, the 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 one that is a bit different is called Forgive Me, Father Two, oh, uh, yeah, which an, is an uh, FPS, access, isn't it? Yeah. Which is in an Xs, mm. which has a great art style. It's like this cell shaded comic book kind of art style. It's great. Made me like I don't get motion sickness. That's
1: good.
2: But this game made me feel rough.
1: Oh, geez. really?
2: Yeah. Be- day well, because <laughs> the movement. I can speed- give you
1: tips, Ben. On Mate,
2: what settings I had to, to turn. Change. I had to turn the movement speed down. Yeah. The cursor speed bad. down so much mm-hmm. just to stop me being really? like <sighs> like fucking everywhere. Now, you know, um, I feel
1: like yeah. when I play most FPSs, apart from good ones like you, <laughs> <laughs> you know 60 fps plus when the, when there's something do you have like guns on the screen in forgive me father or can you say uh, that, or you yes you have... yeah that usually helps you
2: know, so. yeah it does allow you to kind of uh, uh like ground yourself mm-hmm. in that sort of sense like there are known elements it's not just like mm-hmm. full shift yeah. um but but yeah, I think it's the the sort of self shaded art style mm. um, doesn't translate well to swift movement yeah. around. Yeah. Um, so.
1: Really, nice yeah. when I was playing Proteus, I think I think now and then I, I couldn't play for too long basically, but I, I was playing like in little stints anyway, mm. good level by level thing. But yeah. yeah. Well, well, welcome. You're old now. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. It. that's <laughs> yeah. it. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> So, we, we we that's it for me, for all of the things that I've been experiencing this week. Um, uh, Lucy, I know we hit on a few things that you had played uh, last week. So, I want to give Adel the floor.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I thought you were going to ask on... me what I've, I've played, and it's really nothing oh, good. of any worth oh, good. to anybody. I've been playing Space Area. Um... Oh, amazing. So... Great. <laughs> oh, mate, no, that's worth talking about. Oh, my God. no.
0: Now um, I'm annoyed. I wanna hear more about space yeah, absolutely. Here. Let's talk uh, about we'll Space talk about I don't Let's have a initiative. lot I don't have a lot to say. <laughs> Why don't I just do <laughs> my thing and you'll see there's time okay. afterwards. Okay.
1: Okay. you, you, you go first. Though. Yeah. I,
0: I uh have had been wall to wall working for a while, had some personal things going on. Uh and I finally played Steam Deck in bed and uh just randomly was like, I apparently installed Tengami. That um um, a game from 2015. Wow. The
1: name rings a bell. Uh,
0: it is... Tengami is an atmospheric adventure game set inside a Japanese pop-up book. folded inside oh, yes. the beautifully mm, crafted mm, paper roll mm. to solve puzzles and discover secrets. I
3: played this it's on iOS. real
0: pretty, real simple, and yeah. exactly what I wanted to do when I was half wanting to be asleep. So it's literally like you're in a pop-up book and you're wandering around and you are like an origami person. So like when you're it's mostly just walking left and right. And sometimes you have some notion of depth up and down the page. That makes sense. Because yep. again, it's just a fold out book. Um, but uh, when you turn, you see the like, your legs are clearly folded. It's a really like, nice touch um, that you see like the, the whites of the paper sort of poke out because mm. you're only the outside of you is colored, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and it's it's real pretty um i the puzzles thus far i played maybe like i don't even know how long it takes but i played maybe like an hour of it um and it's, it's, it's just short, yeah. like actually let me just do a quick one i remember because i
1: played it on ios it couldn't have probably been like two three hours no more than that probably it's an hour and a
0: half of yeah w- w- okay. main story and <laughs> main main and extras Hour thirty six minutes. That's so funny. I love how <laughs> long to beat. So, so the main story mm-hmm. is pulled. Ninety six people took an hour and twenty nine minutes mm-hmm. on average. hundred and eleven people did completionist. Hour and twenty eight minutes.
1: <laughs> well, just e- efficient, aren't they? Really. Uh, and then all play styles. Two hundred
0: twenty two people did it in an hour and twenty nine. <laughs> So it's an hour and a half. It's, it's so yeah. functionally an hour and a half. Uh, so yeah, and like the puzzles don't get really hard. It's mostly straightforward. But again, it's like an experiential walk through the art. A lot of it is like the nice, like, oh, I I know I'll have to flip this thing over and then it will unfold in paper crafty pop-up book way. And so I don't think the puzzles are really designed to challenge so much as give you this experience of the art style
1: mm-hmm. if that makes absolutely sense. it's like yeah. so
0: fun which i think is a really cool design thing once i realized that i wasn't really playing a puzzle game i was i was playing my way through a book that's interactive that has puzzles to show the bookishness of it if that makes yeah. sense. Sure. Yeah. so much of the um puzzle choices seem to be very much informed by this is a pop-up book mm. and i'm going to make you feel like it's a pop-up book Rather than, I'm going to make you have to discern this thing. I'm not saying the puzzles are dumb or really no. straightforward. I'm just saying I th- the, the drive is reinforcing the aesthetic. It's so much of the lifeblood of this game is the aesthetic. And that's I think it's such a well-designed game in that sense because the puzzles just ring true on this is a
1: pop-up book. Yeah, mm. complement the experience, yeah. Yeah, that, that, yeah. I, I remember enjoying it a lot um, when I played it. Probably way back, yeah. Probably around twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. Yeah, probably
0: right when it came out because it it seems like such a Lucy game. Yeah, (laughs) and uh, probably
3: (laughs) worth worth noting. Check my spreadsheet.
2: uh, Yeah, worth noting because we have spoken about Astrologaster, same studio who who made that game, and you can absolutely see. yeah. yeah, You can you can absolutely see the evolution yeah, of the from Tengami mm. into Astrologaster. Astrologaster uh, so good. Though, the, of the, 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 the the visual style and how yeah. things present themselves. Uh, yeah, that
1: was a good yeah. game. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, you can get a bundle. You can get both games currently yeah. for fifteen percent mm-hmm. off. Uh, for just under mm. fifteen pounds, if you don't have either. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, I've wow.
1: got a uh, well. Astrologaster, the cheapest that's been is five quid on steam wow and, really yeah, yeah. And on um i mean £1. Off, is for a... was the cheapest ever time so. yeah
0: so i don't own Astrologaster, but mm. it's regularly 999 but if i buy the bundle currently i get the whole but i get it for 850 it looks sure.
1: like i mean it's been on sale a lot so Astrologaster will probably go on mm. sale Pretty sweet. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I love, I love this extension, Steam DB. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: you know, yeah. 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 But yeah. But yeah. I just wanted to say I, I'm finally playing games again, yeah. and I and this was such a nice like. Oh right, I can just fuck around in my bed and just like oh yeah, I'm moving around There's, <laughs> and I have so many games like this that are not like need all my attention mm, type. Sort of things. Not too intensive that you have to be
2: present just all the time to to Mm do it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Good. DLC is a soundtrack. I was like, is that DLC? No. Do I play it? Yeah, it's just soundtrack.
2: Yeah. Um, For those who are unfamiliar with that, it's in the same sort of vein. I suppose something like Monument Valley would be maybe like one of the bigger kind of games. You know, you're moving across the, mm. the, the you're moving through the space to manipulate it in a way, uh, um, very different kind of art style, but, uh, yeah, but similar as, in terms of its kind of mechanics. Yeah, I
1: guess. Deal said, like, yeah, just a vehicle for prettiness. Yes, but the, 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 you know, yeah. you, you know, there's still, still substance um, to the puzzles yes both absolutely. of those games it's not just style over substance
2: um interestingly mm. uh steam i've got tengami up and it says is this game relevant to you similar to return of the overdin it's not but <laughs> um i did I like see a, I did see a tweet from lucas mm. pope return of the Oberdin is 5 years old
3: yeah
0: and i still haven't played it yeah but it, what I'm sure it <laughs> came out last year. By like five
3: years. Where is this time? Where is? I thought it was going? like
0: two or three years
3: old. Like
2: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not five years. You know, five, I, got, years I, can, I can
1: I can tell the time because it's like I want more and I'm craving more of something as good as that. Like Case of the Golden Island is very good, mm. but it didn't reach the heights of um, Return the in. So mm. I feel it. I feel I feel that five years.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well at least uh, when lucas spoke did mention uh that it had been five years he did say he's in the weeds of his new game which nice. actually means it's very very close
1: he <laughs> was um, meant to be making a game for playdate um oh really yeah oh i
0: remember because that was that was one of the reasons you were like hyped about playdate mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i know at least this is coming yeah did well, you never make it
1: You know what, I'd rather him focus on his main game and just bring that out quicker, you know? Because whilst a Playdate game would probably be very good. I mean, everything he makes is good. I'm happy to sacrifice (laughs) that for whatever the next big thing he's working on.
2: Good. Uh, Playdate seems like a good segue into just mentioning um, analogue and mm. uh that they're 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 making a box to play n sixty four games
3: hmm
2: which Tumbled. seems 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 <laughs> <Tell me. laughs> yes yeah, it okay. seems like analogs seem to be doing a an interesting being in an interesting space of not
1: quite emulation nah that's why I'm like how Yes, you've got the cards, but
0: yeah, that's that's. Actually, like, uh, it's.
1: You're a... Isn't it really hard to like emulate N sixty four games?
0: No, not anymore. We have the processing power. I oh,
3: think okay.
1: It's, it's it's kind of like Dolphin's been out
0: for a while, yeah, right? yeah. And it's been, but I meant like...
1: like on a on a on a device like that, like it's not like the the, the analog pocket that I have, where it's like, mm. yeah, you just. Load stuff onto it with a. Well, it's a, Yeah, you. Will you be able to do that with whatever architecture that is? I mean. Yeah, because it's. SGPs. I don't know. I, I don't know. Well,
2: it's it, kind it, of. It, you know, living in the space of uh, Sega, of PlayStation, of all of these companies making these like mini classic consoles which come out mm. with you know 20 games on or, or or something like that actually analog filling in a space of being like hooking up an n64 is fucking difficult these days yeah you haven't got the right mm. cables you've got to have all of these adapters you've got to fuck around with stuff here's a box to play n64 stuff
1: mm-hmm. I was maybe maybe I was thinking of GameCube. It's hard, hard, harder to uh, emulate. Oh, I, could, I could I could see GameCube being those, hardest, yeah, yeah, harder yeah to I emulate. I got those mixed up in my um, head because I don't care about either of those consoles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <fair. laughs> but just like as a pro- as a product, hmm.
2: I mean, it, it kind of fits with what Analog have done. You know, g- g- going from Game Boy to N sixty four, absolutely. Um, but it also it's an interesting target market i suppose of being like who is interested in an n64 but
3: loads of people be enough of course
2: yeah. there's loads yeah. of people yeah. that are interested in this who's interested in playing n64 stuff now without the hassle of an n64 mm-hmm. every single person everyone is interested in that mm-hmm. so it's, it's the, the the kind of space that analog kind of sit in
1: it's really, really interesting. Mm. It's um, great. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong, I don't care about the N64, but I think this is brilliant. Like, mm. it's, like, I mean, you can just move on to um, uh, Space Area. Um, like, uh, well, I didn't find them, but on my behalf, someone found, like, all my uncle's old game consoles. Like, mm. the ones that I had as a kid. And it's like... Mm. <laughs> I was reading about, like, converters, and I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Oh, this one that you know, you know, converts like you know, RT composite, SCART, and everything into mm. 4K, <laughs> uh, which Wait. isn't out yet. Yeah, and I was like, oh, and I was just like, I wonder how much this will be. And they were like, just put a, put aside a grand, and then <laughs> you might be happy with what we actually <laughs> launch it. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> maybe not. Mm. Um, but my my TV has still has. I remember this because I remember hooking up my PS1 or 2 or something like that. But it still has SCART. Um, you know, I still had to remember, like, oh, oh gosh, yeah, this has, still has analogue channels. It isn't mm. all just digital. I was like, okay, I don't know how to use this television. Um, <laughs> but I managed to, you know, find, uh, you know, analogue signal. And, um, and that's how I'm able to play the Sega Master System too. So yeah, um, that was my tinkering. Nice, this week. Mm. Yeah. nice. And oh. other tinkering that I probably can't say online.
0: Oh, um,
2: interesting.
1: Better Mario's.
2: Um. Oh, <laughs> yeah. which Mario's? Which Mario's? Is it the Mario's that there's an article to maybe briefly touch on?
1: Hmm. <laughs> mm,
2: okay. <laughs> mm. Should we briefly touch then on the article? Yeah. The, the, the
1: new Mario's. It is, yeah, it, it <laughs> is great. From what from I haven't played much because um you know frame rate is an issue and frame rate is having to be I'm having to tinker yeah. um mm. but yeah that's not what I thought the first couple of, like ten minutes I was so, playing so on so the, the article
0: we're speaking about is the um Financial Post review of Super Mario Brothers Wonder mm. for the Switch they gave it an eight point five out of ten um. <clears throat> <laughs> Should I just read it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, the older I get, the more I see the nearly 40 year old Mario franchise as a metaphor for class conflict. The privileged elite, light skinned men and women, including Mario, Luigi, Daisy, and Princess Peach, live in vibrant k- kingdoms with glimmering castles atop hills surrounded by beautiful gardens and villages f- filled with smiling servants known as toads. Most Mario games begin with Bowser, king of the have-nots, rising up and attempting to take something he covets, bracket, like the beautiful Princess Peach. Bracket. And they typically end with Mario and his aristocratic friends as the victors, <laughs> having subdued the rebellion and sent Bowser and his minions back underground. <laughs> The latest of these games, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, is no different. It's the Flower Kingdom that's under siege by the disenfranchised monster masses rather than the Mushroom Kingdom, and a few servant-class characters have been charitably elevated to heroes, but the themes of class struggle are the same. Thing is, it injects so much dopamine into my little monkey brain that any intellectual qualms I may have are effectively quashed as long as a controller is in my hands. Put plausibly, more plain put more plainly, Nintendo really knows how to make a fabulous, fun, run-to-the-right game.
1: I mean, it's not wrong in a, all, all of those things, but... Uh, who I mean, thinks I think he is that? in some <laughs> who, of it, what who, a way, who, what who a way to frame that it. <laughs> play that play yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure, like, some of it has merit. But when you're playing that game, uh, do, how does any of
3: that <laughs> uh, I mean, it's thinking just... thinking like,
1: Mario's getting real high off these mushrooms and all these uh, magic plants that make the world go... Ooh. So, uh, why I don't... I mean, well? Is is it, is it out yet? Uh no, October twentieth. No. no, maybe tomorrow.
3: That's
2: so, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow, so, yeah. tomorrow. So, yeah.
1: And this post tomorrow, so yes. Um, Mario, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, um, I don't like how chatty it is. You have all really? these flowers talking to you, be like, "Hi, I need water," and it's like, "Shut the f up," you know what I mean? <laughs> just like, it's just like an ongoing commentary mm. of all these flowers talking to you. I don't know if that goes on through all the worlds, but. I'm like, shut up. Is there like a verbosity slider? Like there was for like. Um,
2: just instantly turn it down.
1: Y- all yeah. the flowers are
2: just like, hi.
1: Yeah. Because cause someone. <laughs> I read a Kotaku c- c- article where someone like modded the game and all those flowers are like, telling Mario to F off. <laughs> <laughs> that I'd play. So <laughs> I might I'm look brilliant. into that. Yeah, if absolutely. That is still around. So Do that. That would <laughs> Just amazing. drag and drop that file. Because <laughs> that would be good. But. Yeah, like, um, oh, hi. Like, there's,
2: yeah, there's there's been a bit of con- controversy around this game in that um <laughs> about the aristocratic no no not necessarily about the article. Um but more so that the uh review embargo was oh. like mm. yesterday mm-hmm. and that supposedly like I think maybe that's... video and streaming and stuff embargo is not up yet. Mm. And all of these content creators have kind of been like, "Hello, here is some stuff on Super Mario Brothers Wonder," right. and then being like, "You, you definitely didn't have access to this game. You've clearly pirated this, oh. and are just and are, and are streaming your pirated <laughs> well, copy." That's one way of to out game. yourself. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. You Got to be careful, like not talking about it on a podcast. You know. So. <laughs> um...
0: But like I, so I actually think that that's why the this insanity was written was because you know, <laughs> the embargo was so poorly. Like they wanted to release something earlier, thank you. And so they away. just didn't that's say no anything about the game, right? <laughs> oh, no I think excuse. it's insane, and I think it's no excuse. But I think it was informed by I can't talk about the game, so I'll just say it's real good at the last two lines, and then say this. But whatever but, the hell I think.
1: Yeah. But the editors are like we need six hundred words so we can put as many adverts yeah. on this um, uh, pe- Exactly, pe- pe- page. right? So just say, say something. <laughs> I and mean, they were probably like, I don't want to. And then like, I'm gonna write the stupidest thing ever about Mario then
0: And they're like, I don't care, get me the ad. <laughs> it, it, it,
1: it,
2: open, it does open up the con conversation about class conflict in Mario mm. games. You know, mm. going back to the eighties, of course, the you know, the downtrodden uh blue collar worker... Plumber. Mm. having to do fucking everything and then mario is now elevated into the middle classes and <laughs> is just fucking stomping all over anyone lower than him because of course yeah, he's married he's married into
0: money and yeah. he's got kind of mm, you know just inherits kind of Mario's... property now and shit like... he's clearly he's clearly a textbook boomer right yeah, so Absolutely, he like, yeah. climbs the ladder and then pulls it up yeah. and no one else gets yeah. to climb this ladder <laughs>
1: You know what? This article's great. Toad's I just down there, like, yeah, oh, I'll, I'll just stay here, shall I? Talk about this. Yeah. I
0: mean, the guys, the guys got like a fine life, but what does he do? He runs around and breaks anything he can, just in case there's fucking money in it, mm. and it's yeah. for him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, that's linked <laughs> coins, are not going to anyone else. They're not going. It's to- all of them. It's all
2: Nintendo <laughs> games, isn't it? Mm. All Nintendo um, games, just the aspiration of wealth. Um, yeah. mm, he's
1: not reinvesting yeah. that money in the community, is he? It, Don't see any of them toads magical. get extra lives. No,
2: absolutely not. No. Nope. Uh, Princess Peach kind of looks after them just out of sheer guilt. And Mario <laughs> turns up, he's like fuck those toads. Fuck those. We can just yeah. we can snort all of this oh, money.
1: you making me. You I'm pretty Mario sure. Or... I'm pretty sure
0: he he eats toads. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think. I think it's just a. It, they're just babies, right? The mushrooms he eats to like get big or get free lives are just baby
1: toads. Mm, toads make him more virile. He's
2: doing his thing and Luigi's just sat on the sideline like
3: oh it's a me but it's not him (laughs) ever.
0: Um oh no. There's that Wario is the king of class consciousness is what we're trying to say, right?
1: Uh, at least he gave it eight point five. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I might yeah, play it properly. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we we'll talk about <laughs> it in,
2: in, in maybe next week or something like that, when embargoes are up and people won't get in trouble for talking about the actual game itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just
1: hate those goddamn flowers, man. Mm. <laughs> Too loud. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Like, shut up. Yeah, when you when yeah. you
2: played it through and it is just. Fuck you, Mario. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's that's when we'll talk about mm. it. Um let's finish there for this episode this week. Um, and return to the beers that we have drank. At all, we'll come back to you for the rock It's great. Good. Find it. Yes.
1: <laughs> I want to yeah but hopefully
2: we get to experience it very soon dependent on uh, schedules I mean. and uh if it's still available um the northern monk then It's fine it's like the
1: callisto protocol mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's
2: ooh, fine ooh, that's it's
1: fine mm-hmm. i thought it were much more harsh on the callisto
3: protocol if yeah. i'd
2: found the callisto protocol in, like, a sale in the supermarket for ah. 20 quid, mm. I would go, This is fucking brilliant. This game only cost me 20 quid. Right. I brought it from the supermarket. This is a great, this is great. Mm. Right. So,
0: Callisto Protocol, the supermarket is the game. Su- <laughs>
2: Callisto Protocol is the supermarket version of Dead Space, basically. <laughs> and Faith in Futures, Northern Monk, Smug, Double Dry Hopped IPA is the supermarket version of a much better patrons <laughs> Project, Northern Monk, Smug Beer. Bro. Um, mm. So yeah, buy your beer from bottle shops. Don't go to the fucking supermarket. Mm. Um, I think we've we've proven that. In the, well, at least for my taste, you definitely have. For yeah, you, you've carried that baton. Uh, yes, mm. I've tried, tried, I've tried, I've tried. But no, yeah, um, yeah, just to the you. just but, to the
1: bottle shop. Fuck that's why it's like um, I see them and I'm just like, what's the point? I'd rather yeah, put mm. that money towards. You know, Trappist beer, an orval, which I might get tomorrow. C- completely. But I'm, I'm spending three
2: you know, I'm spending three quid, three pounds fifty in the supermarket. I could just spend four pounds or four pound fifty or even even five, five fifty in the bottle shop. Some of that money's mm-hmm. going to an independent business and supporting them, uh, instead of just supermarket. And yeah. I'm getting a much better quality beer for tomorrow that for as them. well. Yes. So yeah. Uh, if anything, from all of the supermarket beers that have been drank on this podcast, tells you mm. go to your bottle shop and buy beers from them. Um, so that's it from us this week of the beers that we have drank in the games that we have been playing. If you want to talk to us about either of those things, we are at Tanked Up Cast on the socials. Uh, Lucy is.
1: Juicy Loose Nine. Addle Including. Add yeah, the Omniarc.
2: <laughs> yes, add the Substack. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I haven't received an email recently. <laughs> I
1: haven't recently. written it. It's <laughs> <earth of> writing <laughs> on, the, on yeah. the Substack recently. I'm just like, I'm I having to like, just study. No. Like, yeah. yeah, who thought a data engineering course would actually have engineering <laughs> concepts in it? Who would have thought?
2: Mm. you actually got to learn some things.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying the learning, but it's dense. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, re- writing uh, will resume in a couple of weeks. Cool,
2: cool. Um, and and Adela's? At the Omnir. And I'm at Nova underscore 47. You can go to net to look at all of the things that we enjoy talking about. Other articles, you see our faces, you can see the beers that we've been drinking as well, on the video version, which is over at Alpha and mm. at the YouTube page as well. Um, have either of you got anything to finish us out
0: on for this
1: episode? Yeah. Space area is hard.
0: Oh, yeah, space area. We'll have to talk about it next week when you've clearly beaten it
2: twice.
1: <sighs> no, I couldn't do it as a kid and I had a the time then. Hey, that's the thing,
2: isn't it? Like, Master System, uh, NES games into SNES and Mega Drive games, you couldn't save your progress. It's like, this game Mm. has to be an hour and a half long, but it has to take you 10 days (laughs) to be able to progress through that entire hour and a half. So they make these games as hard as possible to give you the longevity required. And there's a whole conversation around that versus the actual longevity of of stories and games and and talking about the Callisto Protocol. How long that game was for no fucking reason. (laughs) Um, We can get into that maybe next week. But for this week, we've been tanked up. Thank you for joining us.
1: Goodbye. Bye. Bye. I love how we start and end on the (laughs) Callisto Protocol.